1: And on air. Now, I don't know if this happens to anyone, but whenever I watch a documentary, I like how I lose myself in it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, for
0: me, it depends. If it's one of those slow, boring ones, I'll be sleeping, like, ten minutes after I start watching.
1: Well, honestly, bud, it's difficult to remember a time when you watch something properly till the end. Come on, it's not my fault to be selective.
0: I just can't keep watching everything like you. I have taste, you know.
1: Well, now I question what kind of a taste would make you fall asleep even in thrillers.
0: Well, it's just... ah, Meh, I can't really find an excuse.
1: You're right. Well, what hooks you in most of the documentaries anyway? It is like you're watching a movie, but at the same time, you know that it is not a plot. Quite the opposite, it is something that truly exists or happened, or might have happened. Ah,
0: well, that's exactly what a realistic person like you would say. So, guys, I'm so happy to tell you that we're trying a different concept today. Take it as an audio documentary. We're diving into some places with question marks on Earth. We'll be
1: talking about them briefly. Normally, before each episode, we split the topics. But this time, we'll be giving you many trailers for each place we'll mention. We've got a lot to do. Let's start. Our first place is from Minnesota. There is this The Devil's Kettle waterfall, which seems to be like any other one in the world. The Devil's Kettle?
0: I wonder who named this place. What's so different about this waterfall? Well, when you take
1: a closer look, you'll see that it actually has two different bodies. One side is falling into another body of water. Yeah, that's quite understandable. How about the other one? Well, this is the tricky part. The other one falls straight into a huge natural hole in the ground. Nobody knows where exactly it leads to, from putting a bunch of ping-pong balls to die into the waterfall. They try to understand it in different ways. Wait, there was no trace of these at all? Nope. Eventually, it has to go somewhere. I don't know, maybe into the ground. Anyways, what do you have to tell? You got it. I'll start with Stonehenge. Oh, come on. You're literally taking the easy way out. What? Stonehenge is a mystery, too. I thought you'd find lesser-known
0: spots. Well, who says I didn't? So, these giant stones have been in this spot for thousands of years. They were said to have been constructed in six stages between the years 3000 and 1520 BCE. Phew, it's pretty amazing
1: how they built these up. It's crazy how people lifted those heavy stones without any technology back then. No kidding, they could weigh up to 37 tons. Today, we
0: still don't know how and what exactly they were built for. It reminds me of the moais of Easter Island we talked about before. Yeah, me too. Anyway, since you know about Stonehenge already, I can tell you about the Hestelin lights as an extra. Does that ring a bell? Hmm, give me more clues. Dancing lights in the sky? Like northern lights? Well, kind of, but different. Well, this happens in Hestelin Valley in Norway, too. What's strange about this place is, every single night, residents of this valley see some strange lights in the sky. They're quite bright and in different colors and shapes. I remember reading
1: something about a radioactive lake nearby.
0: Yeah, that's another theory. They say these lights might be caused by some particles emitted by the lake. But others claim that it might be caused by the sulfuric acid in the base of the valley. When it contacts
1: the water, voila, a little light show in the sky. Honestly, I'd say northern lights fascinate me more, but since we can't know the reason behind the lights of this valley, it attracts me more. Oh yes, the irresistible lure of the unknown. Yeah. Speaking of the lights in the sky, how do you feel when you see a lightning storm in rainy weather? Well, I tend to switch on Edgar Allan Poe mode. Dark and grisly. (laughs) What if I tell you there's actually somewhere in Venezuela with constant lightning storms? Okay. Describe constant. Well, most nights during the year, when the clock strikes 7 p.m., this lightning storm begins and lasts around 10 hours. That's a long time. (laughs) Doesn't it ever stop? Strangely, only in 2010, the storm stopped in the middle of the night and didn't return for six weeks. Scientists guess it might have been caused by the surrounding mountains that bring warmer winds from the Caribbean Sea. So how does it end up as lightning storms? Well, they say it could happen when the warm and cool air from the mountains are forced upward. Oh, man. It'd be cool to see it for
0: one night, though. Okay, so my next spot is in Romania, a place called Movila Cave. It's just like a different planet. Hmm. How come? So one day, some workers discovered this place that waited in complete darkness for 5.5 million years. At first, one would think that there's nothing inside but utter darkness. But actually, there exists a completely sustained ecosystem with over 30 species that can't be found anywhere else on Earth.
1: Wow. If this can happen in such a small cave, I cannot imagine what other planets can contain. And it's your turn. So, after our survival story talks, I had to check so many things about the Amazons. Oh, I'm so
0: proud that I fed your curiosity.
1: I admit that. So, there I found a river in the forested region of Mayantuaku, which actually is steaming hot. It runs at 196 degrees Fahrenheit. Can you believe it? Oof, I think this place
0: should have been called the Devil's Kettle. Hmm, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Hmm, probably not. Well, I'm having scenarios of boiling eggs or cooking pasta in the river. Might even make lasagna. <laughs>
1: that's why I said probably not. Well, I feel sad for the person who's going to eat them already. Hey, don't judge
0: my cooking skills. You know me. I always take the best out of it. If the water's that hot there, it makes me wonder if there's a volcano nearby.
1: Nice connection. Actually, even a geophysicist explaining that boiling rivers are generally connected to an active volcano or magmatic system. But there are no volcanoes nearby. Ah, uh, well, at least I tried. Another strange place from my list is in the Namibian desert, full of snakes and elephants. Have you seen the evenly spaced circles there? Mm, I've seen it in a documentary before. They look like polka dot patches. I've heard something about termites causing them. Well, it's not proven, though. It's still not explained how exactly they're formed. It sounds like a place that Ivan T. Sanderson would have loved. He was just so obsessed with these abnormal places on Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Who was he, actually? Oh, he was a writer and biologist who recorded his travels. He was the one who introduced the term vile vortices. It's a concept that includes the strangest, unexplained things kept happening in some regions. Oh, I think the Bermuda Triangle was one of those spots, right? Yeah, also Easter Island. We've already talked about them in detail in our previous episodes, since these are the famous ones. But Sanderson could spot ten more of them. Tell me more. I'm all ears, buddy. Well, let's start with the Algerian megaliths. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Zing Empire. They're one of the most ancient civilizations. It's really hard to believe that those megaliths were built without today's technology. Like the Giza pyramids, right? Now, when you enter this land, things start getting a bit strange. Compasses spin like crazy. There have been some planes disappearing while flying over this place. And some people can even instantly feel the dark aura on this land. Oh, man. Even a normal desert is spooky enough. I can't even imagine this one. Another strange archaeological site is mohenjo dara in Pakistan, from the Indus Valley civilization in 2500 BCE. Like in Algeria, the society was very advanced in building and urban planning here. They were wiped off the face of the earth. No trace of them at all? All we have is their city left behind, and theories like natural disasters or invasion of another empire. Huh. Well, if this place fits into the Vile Vortices map, could it be this inexplicable power that made them disappear? Maybe. By the way, there is also another Vile Vortex with exactly the same destiny, Great Zimbabwe. It once had around 20,000 people. Now, it is a ghost town. Are there any similar theories? Nope. Nothing. Not even myths. Our other vortex is somewhere you're familiar with from the latest Tomb Raider series. Is it the
0: Dragon's Triangle?
1: Yeah. This triangle is also known as Devil's Sea.
0: Sweet. Also, did you know that Japan also has its own Atlantis? There's a sunken city below with incredible architecture.
1: There were also sunken ships and lost planes. Maybe the anomaly of this triangle caused this. Who knows? According to Sanderson, ships and planes get trapped here because of the electromagnetic disturbances. As far as I know, Japan marked this area as
0: a dangerous zone, and it's not known why people built this sunken monument, Yonaguni.
1: True. Let's continue with the next anomaly, Hamakulia Volcano in Hawaii. Since this place is located in the Ring of Fire, locals respect it so much because they believe it also has a mysterious power. In some reports, some strange electrical energy was detected in this area. And, not surprisingly, planes vanish here too? Exactly. Also in the Wharton Basin and Loyalty Islands. Both places are located in Australia. In the Wharton Basin, there have been huge earthquakes and a new fault line formation. In the Loyalty Islands, there are a lot of strange whirlpools. Ah, Australia's not the lucky continent on this topic, eh? Next one is the South Atlantic Anomaly. As you can guess from its name, it's a place where natural radiation flows out of control. It's said that when some astronauts tried to have a look at this zone, they experienced hallucinations, and even satellites can't take pictures of it.
0: Astronauts with hallucinations? Huh, this is getting even crazier.
1: Lastly, the North and South Poles. In 1845, an expedition left from England to search the North Pole. They never made it back. All 129 men were lost, and few traces were found of them until over 150 years later. When it comes to the South Pole, some believe that there were once ancient civilizations. Huh, even walking on icebergs is pretty hard. How can they ever check it out? Well, it is already hard to check because of the harsh conditions.
0: Okay, so far we get the general idea of these vile vortices. But they're all in different places on Earth. Is there any common reason
1: behind this? There is a spiritual theory that says they should be in those locations to form an ancient map for navigating travelers. Some even say that it could be like a portal to hop from one place to another.
0: Huh, well, portal theory sounds like a lot of fun to me. I think I'd try it.
1: Yeah, me too. Also, when you look at these vile vortices on a map, They're not scattered randomly. Six of them lie almost perfectly in line above the equator. And the same goes for the six below it. That's why they also say our planet is organized like a giant puzzle thanks to these spots. So they serve as sort of centerpieces. Anyway, I talked a lot today. I'll give you the floor completely. Nah, you did good,
0: buddy. You've literally brightened our minds with vile vortices. I'll just talk about a few places more. There's this village called Codini, where more than 450 pairs of twins were born. 450? How many people live there already? Only 2,000 families. Now, normally the average in the whole country would be like 9 in every 1,000. But in Codini, it's 45 in every 1,000. So researchers went to this village to try to understand the reason behind it. They collected hair and saliva samples to check their DNA, but never got any conclusive answers.
1: Wow, we should have talked about this place in our Mysterious Village episode.
0: Yeah, I wish my mom gave birth to another one of me there. I'd love to have a twin.
1: One more of you? No, 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 no. You are already too much as one.
0: Aw, you're breaking my heart, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. That's
0: all right. Now, are you ready to go somewhere even older than ancient Egypt? Where? Gobekli Tepe, in the eastern part of Turkey. This was built with really heavy
1: limestones even 7,500 years before the pyramids. That's so strange. We really can't think how it could be possible to lift those heavy stones. I mean, even if they had their own method back then, how could they even share this knowledge with the others? They're located in different places on Earth. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Well, heading to a bit of Asia, there's this strange gold rock on the edge of a cliff with a small pagoda on the top of it. It's so massive, and it slightly touches the cliff, and nothing else. Ugh, I could never go near it. I'd feel it could just fall any minute. Well, it hasn't happened for centuries, so why not give it a try? According to the legend, it actually could stand there like this thanks to a single strand
1: of Buddha's hair. Hmm, still, I'd prefer seeing it from afar. Shall we wrap up today's episode? No, 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 wait, I- I've got one more.
0: Lastly, I'll take us all to Georgia, where there's a guidestone erected for the post-apocalypse in eight languages. English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. Ah, I think I heard of
1: this one.
0: It should be quite new, right? Yeah, at first I thought it was ancient. Then I saw it was actually erected in 1980, which was a while ago, but not that ancient. Nobody knows who put it there and why. Thank you
1: for bringing your wisdom seeds into
0: today's program. You are welcome, my friend. Well, I know we've talked about
1: a bunch of things today. Mother Nature is so full of secrets, am I right? If there is anyone that grasps your attention, you can check it out more. There are really good documentaries on most of these places we've mentioned today.
0: Or if you decide to visit, make sure you're not alone, especially in those spooky places.
1: Also, I think we deserve a credit for ourselves here. For those who enjoy checking out these strange places, we've actually talked about the Bermuda Triangle and Easter Island in more detail in our previous episodes. Yep, true that. So, stay bright till the next time. Bye!